Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Breaking news. You are now tuned in to Q&J from High Five the Podcast, bringing you the most urgent real fake news around. Breaking news. Real news? Who knows? It's news. <laughs> it's movie news. It's moves. Combat. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Today across the Mushroom Kingdom, terror broke out as our princess was kidnapped once again. Uh, we're coming to you live from the sand desert. Hello. Yes, you're talking with the Italian plumbers from New York City. Please, please go. It's me. I'm here. I'm here to save the day. The princess, she, she keeps getting captured. I'm also here. Ah, oh, shut up, a green Mario. Oh. <laughs> All right, and now with weather coming to you from the Iceland. Where, how, how are we doing out there? It's cold. Mm -hmm. All right, that seems accurate. <laughs> Correct. And now with sports from Jay. Um. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, and now with movie news, Q and J. High five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. All right, and we're back. Now that I have hand sanitized myself 27 times. <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for uh, wearing, deciding to wear a mask, a surgical mask during the episode. You are. <laughs> I put the mic. I put the mic inside my mask so you can hear me now. I got it. That sounds really crispy. Um, who knew? Crispy, <laughs> crispy. Do you remember that in Mortal Kombat? Like it crispy. was a finish. It was a finishing move. Crispy. Okay. Yeah, okay. It was it? It was crispy, right? Because that was like the name crispy. of a uh, uh, was the developer or something that. I don't remember. I for the literally until I was about twenty eight years old, I thought it was whoopsies. <laughs> really? I thought, I thought it was you did a move that was so badass that someone would come up and go whoopsie. And no, it was crispy, and it'd be like crispy. Nope. Yep. I, I I only learned that about ten years ago. Yeah, it says, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not ashamed. In Mortal Kombat three, Dan Forden would appear. Whoever Dan Forden is. 
after a stage fatality in Scorpion's Lair saying, Crispy, if the high punch button is held. I I do well, remember We're going to go down this rabbit hole. Who the fuck is Dan Forden? Oh, he's a, he's a music composer. He's the... Oh, he, uh, he did Toasty? Toasty! Toasty! It was toast. Is it toasty uh, okay. instead of crispy? See, it is. I think it's toasty. I think you. I think mm. we're both wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're idiots. All right. Speaking of news, important facts and things. Okay. Yes. Why? Why did we scrap our on the books episode for this week, Q? And why are we doing a breaking news breakout of breaking and movie news episode? Because Jay, I got to be honest. The world has fucking imploded <laughs> since our last episode. I have For, up is down, black is white, cats and dogs living together. Living together. <laughs> the, for whatever reason, when you said, Jay, the world, I just wanted to end with, is a vampire. <laughs> For whatever reason, that's exactly what I wanted to happen because, yeah, kind of, you know what it is? It is sucking the life out of me at all times of day. It is Jay. All right, so since our last episode, which was conveniently about uh, viral breakout or outbreak movies. And when we recorded that, guys, we just were like, all right, let's just kind of ride the train of this keyword search and let's talk about these movies. But man, has it really spun to a level of something (laughs) I've never seen in my life. No, definitely not, man. I don't think anybody's seen anything like this. I mean... We're living in a new dawn. Like, as much an, as and crazy as that sounds like, I was talking with coworkers today. When we emerge from the COVID-19 bubble, which will happen at some point, I have a feeling we are going to be facing a new era. Like, a new, like things have changed permanently, I feel. Like, in there what has been way? Like, like, a like, give me cataclysmic an shift. In the way the world works, black is white, up is down, you know. Like, I, I, for, yeah, I, I'm for, I'm totally with you. But like, what do you like? Give me a, a example of like, what do you think is going to be different? All right, so here's a crazy thing that happened, right? Right, Universal, in the light of uh, can uh, ha, uh, theaters having one of the worst weekends in history, right? Of course, because nobody's course. going to the theater because they don't want to get sick. Um, Universal. Pictures, or I guess it's like it's Universal NBC now, because um, they bought NBC. I don't know. How oh yeah, yeah, like the yeah whatever the the parent company, the conglomerate. Sure. Um, they have announced that they are going to be releasing several of their in theaters movies to VOD, right? Video on demand. Yeah. Th- starting this Friday and. They are going to be simultaneously releasing the new Trolls 2 movie on VOD and in theater at, like, the same release date. I saw that. And, okay, for one, you know, as you know, Q, we just had a a new baby in our house. So we're pretty much locked in. Like, we were self-quarantined before any of this happened, mainly because we already had a baby in the house. Sure. But so... I knew Trolls 2 was coming out, and I knew that E really, really loves that movie, or the love sure. the first one at least. And I was thinking to myself, man, how am I going to get to be able to see that with her and get us all out to the theater? So what I did is I released COVID-19 
in Perfect. hopes that Universal would do something uncharacteristic to any production company in in the history of cinema and get them to release it VOD. It's a very it was a windy plan, but I'm sure. so glad that I can be be truthful on air got that there. it worked. You got uh, there. you know what? And we're gonna watch Trolls Two this weekend. And my plan worked. <laughs> Success. Uh, I hope no, no one man. edits that and actually turns me in. Yeah, because that's a real fact. That is true facts right there. Is this uh, is no. real fake news. In reality, man, um, this is an unprecedented move. It's nuts. Uh, in in entertainment, you know, that's what we're going to talk today, guys. The breaking news is we're going to go through all of the crazy entertainment-ish and entertainment-adjacent related COVID-19 updates because there's been a lot of them some crazy unprecedented things have happened this is definitely one of them yeah. universal deciding to basically i mean they 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 already pulled fast and the furious 9 right is it fast well they're, and they're stopping yeah. the productions of those right now because no, no, no. fast and the furious is done that movie oh, was supposed oh, that one to is come done. out in april and they have now bumped it to 2021 Oh, and yeah, and, the, and Disney did the same thing with Mulan. That one right. was done, and they're just and they it was pull, supposed to come out in completely. like two weeks. Yeah, and they just pulled it completely. Yeah, and once again, sadly, New Mutants. We may never get to see that movie. <laughs> that God. movie, that movie was slated to come out like uh, uh, April fourth of this year, and once again has been completely removed from the release slate. Do you remember? Do you remember when Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses was about was going to release Chinese Democracy for like ten years or whatever that album he was? This yes. is like this New Mutants is like the Chinese Democracy of movies. I hope it's not as shitty. <laughs> it's probably going to be real shitty. Uh, because I'm going to be honest, like. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. So, okay, so hold on. Let's zero in before we get sidetracked. Let's zero in on this Universal thing because this is a big deal. I agree. Because for for years, the movie industry has flirted with the idea of doing these VOD big, big tentpole releases, right? Right. Like, I remember way, way, way back, and tell me if you remember this. Do you remember um, one of the first movies that I can remember – being released simultaneously on DVD and VOD. I think it might have even been before VOD was really a thing. But DVD and in the theaters was Steven Soderbergh's Bubble. Do you remember? Huh. No, I don't remember that being released like that. Um, so let me make sure I'm Steven Soderbergh, right? Well, Bubble. the one I remember... Like, I remember there's okay. a lot of different yeah. reasons. Okay, w did you find it? Yep. So, uh, yeah, this was back in 2006. So, Bubble did a limited release and also a DVD release at the same time. And I remember huh. thinking what a crazy concept that was. Because in my head, I'm like, if you can buy it on DVD, who's going to go see it in the theater, you know? Because right. movie ticket prices in 2006 were, I don't know, like... Eight nine bucks for a ticket, right? And yeah, I you mean, could, it, <laughs> you could now, buy a D, you could buy a DVD for like nineteen bucks. So it was like for ten more dollars, I could just own this movie and watch it anytime. And watch that it I all want. the time, and, and not have to be near anybody. <laughs> you know, Steven Soderbergh's classic bubble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wants you to watch it in a bubble of your home and not with other people. The definitive Soderbergh work bubble. 
Well, when people say Soderbergian, they're usually referring to Bubble. To Bubble. Um, but no, that's kind of one of the first things that I remember doing that. And I remember there was talk, um, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago, there was talk that there might be some movies released VOD, like tentpole stuff. There might be some at-home cinema options, like you pay like a $50 a month fee to Warner Brothers or right. whatever, and you're able to like stream. But that never came to fruition. Well, so, I remember, I remember, and this was way back in high school or early college, that there were rumors of people having that. Like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, a big wig or, oh, my cousin's uncle who owns an insurance company has a home theater and he has, like, he pays, you know, $80,000 a year or something <laughs> and has a, a deal where he gets new movies streamed directly to his house or, or some bullshit like that. I remember those rumors growing up being like, man, what a world. <laughs> like the future it, it is the future but i remember like there's all these different the one that i remember being a big deal and this had you know uh circumstances around it was the uh the james franco and seth rogan oh crap what was the north korea one? Oh, uh the interview crap. the interview right and I remember because all the leaks and then they almost started World War Three. then they just right. released it VOD right. instead of releasing it into theaters. And I remember that being kind of a big deal to be like, oh, wow, they're going to do like kind of a tentpole release. I'm going to be able to watch this like immediately in my home. And we actually did rent it. I think I don't remember if it was the weekend of, but we did rent it VOD eventually. Did it go VOD or did it go streaming service? I don't remember. I think we because part it of me feels like it, like Netflix snapped it up or some weird <sighs> shit. Man, I feel like we re- we ended up renting it somewhere. Okay, yeah, I don't it's, remember. It's, it's a weird concept. So here's the deal, guys, and, and and Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Here's kind of like the pluses and minuses of this situation, right? So a you know, as you know, and as I'd like to brag about on our podcast, <laughs> I have a full theater in the basement of my house, complete with extra large cinema screen and surround sound. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind watching a movie in my home theater, of right? Like, not. I'm cool with it. But I genuinely, like you, love the movie theater, like going to the theater as an experience. And as anybody who's kind of tapped into the business knows, the movie theater chains, they've been hurting for the past couple of years, like pretty bad. Like, oh, I mean, and it's been like a steady decline. I mean, you've and we've, we even talked, we had a past episode about like there are reasons that you still should get out to the theater. But most of those reasons were new accommodations, you know, people that were thinking ahead of the curve and, you know, were introducing reserve seating and, you know, quality foods and, you know, better, uh, better seating and better surround sound and better equipment. Smell you know, vision. Exactly. <laughs> and we, you know, we talked about all those reasons that you still should get out to the theater, but none of them were because it's a movie that's neat. You know, I think right. one of the reasons that I was big, big on was, you know, in that experience is the type of experience that the director wants you to have. 
And right. I'm totally on board for that, and I can get behind that all day long. And, and listen, listen, movie school guys, I'll have that argument with you all day long and be on your side. But the reality is, is I would also love to just sit at home and watch it. There, you know, So the theaters of late have been hurting because of we have everything at our fingertips all the time. Exactly. And I'm and I'm going to be honest, Jay, I am while excited by the prospect like don't get me wrong, I will be streaming The Invisible Man this weekend. Like, oh, I I can't I, wait to watch it. I ha- that is a movie I wanted to see. I have not been able to go to the theater and see it, but the fact that I can rent it this weekend and watch it in my home theater, count me in. Like, I'm doing it. I might even go ahead and do what's the uh the the hunt. I may do yeah. that or whatever that <laughs> No, that yes, the uh, the one that where they're they're killing each other over yes. politics or something. Like I maybe do that, but I'm gonna say this, Jay. I'm genuinely scared for the theater chains because here's my thought process. This happens right during the quarantine, during the coronavirus outbreak pandemic. Right. People dig it. Like let's say it goes over well. What does that mean? For the post-coronavirus, like, film market, does that mean that the right. movie studios go, ooh, wait a minute, there's a whole new revenue stream out there. Let's just start doing home video releases. And does that hurt the future of some of these? Because one of the other big breaking news is, is several chains have opted to shutter their locations. Like yeah, you had sent me the article earlier. Like Regal is closed or closing all of their theaters. That's a huge nationwide five hundred and sixty three theaters nationwide that they're closing. Now that aside from just closing the doors for movies, that's talking about five hundred and sixty three theaters worth of people who are out of a job. Yeah, like during this. And one of the articles that I read, which was pretty interesting, was. Some of these locations may never open again. That's like, what I was going to say is when you would mention what's this going to look like when it's over. I don't know if all of those are coming back. Right. Like at least not the all, way they are now. Any, I, I know you know this and I know this and anybody who's listening may know this. But like there's always those like regal cinemas that are struggling that are just mm-hmm. like hanging on. And it's not just regal. Carmike has it. They always have like you have the popular theater in your town, <laughs> but then they also own another theater that's like kind of has people there every once in a while. And maybe it smells like pee in the theater. A Most bit. of the time, you know, a story about someone who almost got stabbed there. Right. Exactly. It may but, not. It didn't happen to you, but you know, someone who knew someone who almost got stabbed there. Like, I think those Regal Cinemas are not going to reopen. Like, well, here's, if they're already hanging on by a thread, like, what's right. the impetus to bring it back, you know? Well, here's here's my thinking, and and, and I don't we've, – we've passed a lot of topics that I want to go back to, but here's – you Definitely. This is, this is where I'm thinking right now. I truly believe the future of cinema – cinemas, not cinema as an industry, but, like, the movie theater – is event movie theaters. Sure. So it needs it is going to have to be something more than just a bigger screen than you have at your house for new movies because the the barrier of being uh, the the barrier that we put up of you can only see these new movies in these places 
we're starting to see that crumble. And I think that's the foundation that's basically the COVID-19 thing is crumbling is that wall of, well, now we can't get to these new ones. After that, it's really of the experience of, well, now there's food needs to be involved or it needs to be a type of, you know, interactive experience like you and I talked about. You know, the Alamo Drafthouse does all the movie parties where it's interactive. Mm -hmm. And that may not be some people's bag and you may just want to watch it in a quiet room and that's fine. And those experiences will exist as well, but probably not in the same way they do now. Sure. I, I, I totally agree with that, Jay. Like. I feel like this is going to seriously change the landscape of of kind of the theatrical experience. And actually, I do want to touch on um, you brought up the uh, you brought up the Alamo draft. Right. House. Well, one and of our favorite chains, one of our favorite one of our favorite groups of people just in general that the people at Alamo. Exactly. Um, and they, I they want love movies like we do. I They, they do. And. Um, I wanted to, I'm going to try and see if I can pull this up. Um, but they, uh, they released a, a, a thing. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Cause you're basically on their employee roster and their subscriber list because you host their movie parties. Yes. I, and I just got, I literally just got, and now I can't find it. Of course. Oh no. Um, I know. I just got an email from them. The Alamo Draft House is closing all of their locations. As Oof. well. That's gonna chill up my spine. I it's a pretty I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, Alamo is like the cinema for theater lovers. Um and it's uh it's a pretty intense thing for them to also close because they don't have the bankroll like a Regal Cinemas, you know? Well, yeah. It has 563 I mean, locations exactly, around the country and can exactly. probably stand to to lose a couple. You know what I mean? Right. Um, here we go. Okay. So I got an email from them, and he. I just have to read this to you because whoever okay. wrote this, like, A, kudos to them – for writing just a super captivating email, but Jesus, is it like dark? Right? Really? It's like very nihilistic. Now you're check not going to get in trouble for reading this out, right? This is like public. No, this is public. Okay. You can, you can check it out on their website if you want to. Um, all right, here we go. We are deeply saddened to announce that all Alamo draft house cinema corporate owned locations and all but one franchise owned location are now closed until further notice. All shows have been canceled and all tickets will be refunded. This news dash this situation dash is devastating, period. When we reopen after this unprecedented and indefinite hiatus, it will be in a dramatically altered world and in an industry that's been shaken to its core. This is already a trying time for our entire team and everyone who makes Alamo Drafthouse what it is. We're working with the Emergency Assistance Foundation to expand and streamline our Alamo Family Fund in order to be able to respond to increased need for emergency assisted by those affected. Alamo Drafthouse, through the Alamo Gives Initiative, 
has committed up to $2 million to this relief fund. We will have more information on this very soon. Thank you, and we will meet again. Wow. Isn't that like, that's heavy, man. Like, that is a, like, the just the, the phrasing and the way they put it out of this news, dash, this yeah. situation, dash, is devastating. Well, I mean, it sort of encapsulates what we're talking about, you know, in this episode and why... You know, it it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as lighthearted because this is this is a weird situation. This is, I mean, and movie productions are being put on hold. Um, you know, one of the things we mentioned earlier was like, you know, w- what if people start to like the streaming? You know, one of the conversations me and Amanda were having was that you know they put indefinite on uh, an indefinite hold on the re- release of the new Mulan movie, and we really wanted to see Mulan. But what what they did is they released uh, Frozen Two on Disney Plus, and so we we're I was like, why couldn't they just do the same thing? You know, give me another tier of Disney Plus, like ten dollars more. Or Disney $15. Plus Plus, exactly. I don't know Disney A Plus. Who the fuck cares? But like D Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one I'll get behind. Um, but like that, it would give you the day of release VOD of like movie release movies. I I totally would do that tier. I would do that too, honestly. And that kind of lead that kind of circles me back to the universal topic, which was I would kind of be down for all of that. Like I don't know that I need to go to the theater unless it is an event cinema type mm-hmm. situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I would pay more. Do you hear us streaming gods? I would pay for a higher like tiered service of mm-hmm. like, you know, um I don't know. Universal is aren't they putting out an app? Yeah, NBC is. They're putting out Peacock yeah. here in like April. Um I would pay extra money to get like access yeah. to new release universal movies through the peacock app well and and you know what maybe maybe there's a different style of like grading system or whatever that we enact with it with a a service like this and so one tier you get day of vod releases for you know things like oh what's that vin diesel bloodshot oh sure you know but you wouldn't get let's say infinity war sure you know? Sure. But see, but another tier would get you like Parasite cuz it's like a like a an underrated sure. thing, but like you wouldn't get a big movie, I don't know. <laughs> Downton Abbey. No. That movie was huge. That movie crushed you know what? the box okay, office. Okay, yeah. You wouldn't get whatever. You wouldn't get Downton Abbey, but you see what I mean. All you right. know, like some but sort of grading here, scale. Here's what that would require. That would require the studios being like, all right, we know this movie is shitty. <laughs> so here you go. I would like the released in February package, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, that, that gets you one Sonic the Hedgehog and a Bloodshot. <laughs> Sweet. That's Perfect. Perfect. That's what I was hoping for. Two movies that I've kind of wanted to see, but not really, but I would watch them <laughs> if they were included in my streaming package. Bingo, bango. 
not going to the Nailed theater, it. but I'll definitely watch it if there's nothing else on. Do you have a Gerard Butler Has Fallen movie? <laughs> no. Anywhere? No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, I will see your Sonic the Hedgehog, and I will raise you a... Bloodshot. They would just keep going bloodshot. Bloodshot. (laughs) I hear Uh, that movie is terrible. Yeah, it looked terrible. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Okay. Uh, I've seen him in the the convention circuit, but the Green Ranger from Power Rangers, uh, Tommy. Tommy, what's his face? Whatever his real name is. No, his his real name is Tommy. Sure. Tommy the Green Ranger in real life. (laughs) Yes. Um. He did a bloodshot like fan film. What? Yeah, and it's fucking dope. Like Is it really? No lie. He he's like a fucking badass dude, right? Like he's like a, a for real martial artist. Well, like he's Tommy the Green Ranger. He looks like uh he looks like Bloodshot from the comic book. He's got hair, most notably, <laughs> like Bloodshot. Um so when they announced that they were doing a big screen adaptation of Bloodshot, I was like, hmm, is it with the Green Ranger? Because I'd watch that. And then they're like, starring Vin Diesel. And I was like, nope. <laughs> like, already out. Unless he's voicing a plant-based character, I'm uninterested. <laughs> well, you're gonna then you're going to really, really like the new remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Is he in that movie? Oh, because he's going to be the voice of Andre You know who? Okay. Me, Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that because I'm very excited about this remake. Uh, do you know who is actually in talks to be Audrey 2? Actually, you know what? I did, but I am forgetting. Bill, so, Billy Porter. Wait. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Which right. Which I'm, yes. I'm totally, totally on, board, on with. board for. It. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And then we're getting a potentially a Taron Edgerton Seymour. I heard that, and dude, I'm, he can sing, you know. And totally on board. I've seen him in a pair of glasses, so I've seen that motherfucker in a pair of glasses. <laughs> that works. Uh, and I've seen him in sequence, but that's unrelated to for this. Just potentially he looks good in sequence. Potentially a Chris Evans as the dentist. I did see that. Also totally on board with that. Who are they going for for the lady friend? Okay, that's the only one that I'm kind of, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then they told me, and I was like, wow. Uh, (laughs) Scarlett Johansson? Oh. (laughs) Exactly. You know know who it needs to be? Who? Kristen Wiig. Oh, God, I would totally be on board with a Kristen Wiig Audrey. But uh, but like Kristen Wiig as that like big foreheaded little handed sister, <laughs> little hands touching his face. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I know. Uh, no, but, fuck Scarlett Johansson, man. Like I'm uninterested. I listen. I love Scarlett Johansson. I think she is fantastic. I she is a wonderful actress, but. I think she's fine, man. Like, I think she's a fine actress. But I just, I want, this role doesn't need to be some exotic beauty. No, and she's not an exotic beauty. She's a very normal beauty. I know, I mean, but like, it, she's a, what I would call an exceptional beauty. You know who they should have do it? Ellen Green, who did it originally. <laughs> they should that'd just been, have her come great. back. She's like 60, 
What about Kristen Shaw? She could do good. Who? Kristen Shaw. Um, she's the. Oh, she was. Oh, oh, oh. You know who she I is. Know. Yeah, it took me a second. Louise from Bob's Burgers. Exactly. I was also going to reference um, what's her face from Gravity Falls. Oh, uh, Mabel. Mabel, thank you. Um, I don't know who I'd honestly like to see as an Audrey, but it's not. It's just not Scarlett Johansson for me. Yeah, it's just not. It doesn't jive. I'm sorry. You know, it doesn't hand jive. I'm gross. Down to hand job, baby. Come on to hand job, baby. Um, all right, so we've talked about Universal. We've talked about Disney pulling Mulan from its slate. We've talked about early well, I mean, releasing what, no Frozen t- No Time 2. to Die is now in the wind. In the wind. <laughs> Turns you know out what? there was plenty of time to die. <laughs> you know what I was about to say? For decades terrorists and evil overlords have been trying to kill James Bond. COVID-19. Took that motherfucker out. Out. Do you know who else COVID-19 got? God Who's damn that? it. Idris Elba. Oh. Wait, he, Idris Elba has it? Yes. No. I know. Those, and those. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yes. What is happening? And you ready no. for this? No. Tormund from Game of Thrones. I saw that. Well, that one makes me sad. Why? Well, they he all... just he just joined the season two of The Witcher. He can't have he can't have coronavirus. I need his musky face in my face in season two of The Witcher. <laughs> I need his musky face in my musky face. Uh, yeah, man. It, the fucking coronavirus is a dick. <laughs> it's going after all of my favorite people. And Trump didn't get it? I know! <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> Tom Hanks, yes. Trump, no. All right. The fuck. Yeah. Also- Listen, Hey, hey, coronavirus? What? The fuck? <laughs> the fuck, man. Uh, Tom Hanks was in Australia when he got it, right? Filming right. his Elvis Presley biopic. He plays the uh, he plays the famous manager of Elvis yeah. Presley. But Just like, It's a sequel to that thing you do. He's like one. Him and his wife are like one and two of like two cases in Australia. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like he goes there. Meanwhile, in the United States, three thousand cases. Not a single person that I want to have it has it. <laughs> You're like, meanwhile, in America, three thousand cases. Not a single one of them, Vin Diesel. <laughs> exactly. Turns out he's not bloodshot after all. He's blood fine. He's blood fine. He's blood okay. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, oh. so so that let's see what else other kind of shit we got going on. Disney. Speaking of Disney Plus, Netflix, uh, Disney, Warner Brothers now have all halted production on all of their live action television series and f- movies. That well, they can't have all those people together in the same places flying all over. God knows where touching everybody's face. God knows who. <laughs> um, so that that's fucking crazy. I just read an article right before we hopped on the mic to start recording. Uh, SNL has halted production. Really? Cause of yep. Pete Davidson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because Pete Davidson is worse than coronavirus. <laughs> he is. I'm pretty sure he just is coronavirus. <laughs> it's just him. Yeah, he just. That's just what it looks like. He's like, hey guys, I'm <laughs> fucking coronavirus. 
That was my Pete Davidson impression. Been, Don't look at me. I've been workshopping that for a while. I dated Ariana Grande. And everyone else under the sun. Good like Lord. Kate Beckinsale? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. What? Did he? Um, I don't yes, know. he did. Did he? He did. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. What is happening? It is crazy. That is how we should have known that the coronavirus was coming to wipe us all out, is motherfucking Pete Davidson is dating people like Ariana Grande <laughs> and Kate Beckinsale. You know what? It's you know fucking who Pete, madness. You know what, who, who Pete Davidson is? I don't remember the guy's name. Remember the lead singer for the Counting Crows? That ugly motherfucker who dated like, oh, it's Jennifer like Adam, Aniston. Adam Dershowitz or yeah, whatever the fuck. He dated Jennifer is. Aniston and Courtney Cox and like yeah. every hot per Brooke Burke and all every hot person in the nineties. You're he, like how Pete Davidson is this year's is that guy. Adam Dershowitz. Oh God. I don't know That's, if Adam Dershowitz is right, but it's just a fun name to say. It is. It really, really is. Oh um, man. So what else has been going on that you know uh, coronavirus craziness related? Fucking sports are canceled. Not that I care. I was but about to sports say sports are canceled. <laughs> you want you want to know how much difference that made on my life? That's how much. The <laughs> they're like sports are canceled. I'm like everything in my life is exactly the same. No, no, they were like sports are canceled, and I was like, wait, wait, sports were going on. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this wasn't the the dead period. <laughs> This wasn't the dead this was, period. This wasn't like dead period. <laughs> uh, I'm a nerd, but I'm not even that big of a nerd to be like this, this isn't the dead period. <laughs> this isn't when reruns are on. <laughs> when, do you when do you play reruns? <laughs> when does that happen? You guys are always talking about go let's go to the tapes. What yeah. tapes? Where are the tapes? Where are these tapes? <laughs> I need to see these tapes. And why is everybody complaining? You have lots of tapes to watch. Yeah. And why is oh, everyone talking guys? about goats all the time? Not a single team has named anything even related to goats. <laughs> to a goat. <laughs> like, the closest one is Rams. <laughs> Rams. The end. <laughs> the end of that bit. Um, so, sports have been canceled. Uh, public ga concerts are canceled left and right, except for apparently Post Malone. <laughs> uh, well, well, that guy, have you seen him? He's also yeah. walking. He's like the other side of Pete Davidson. Apparently, there was some big, uh, there was some big pushback from fans because Post Malone continued with his concerts even after like all of the recommendations of not gathering happened. Again, Post Malone is what happens when you put Pete Davidson in olive oil. And so did Billie Eilish. She kept going? Yeah. I'm sure. Now they've all canceled their tours, but well, for a little while go. there, it's like, wow, you guys are assholes, man. You got, like, sold-out stadiums full of people together giving each other the just coronavirus. Just on each other, yeah. Right. I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. I really do think it's going to be it's going to like lead a trend of people like streaming more, realizing that, you know, where the access for the movies come from. I'll tell you an area that's getting hit really, really hard. And this is actually, you know, it's hitting people that you and I care about and know is the con circuit Dude. like Comic Cons and, and South shows by Southwest. And, so, yeah, South by Southwest. Emerald City Comic Con. All canceled. I know, you know, friend of the show, Jason Marsden, has, has had to put a bunch of his stuff on hold. Um, 
Project Nerd, our benevolent overlords. They're, I mean, they're getting hit hard. Cons are huge for for the for the Project Nerd uh, group and set, and for what we're trying to do every year. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not only cons, but uh, uh, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. I was going to well, say not only cons, but another type of event but as also well. Also cons. Yeah. Uh, no. But like, cons, I mean, like signings, the comic signings. Yeah, cons are a huge deal, man. Theme parks closed. Um, it's it's a weird, it's a weird state, man. Like n- never once have I imagined that the U.S. would like go on lockdown, essentially. But I feel and, and the, like that announcement is coming. Like, I feel like well, within a couple I will, days we're going to be I, told that there is a mandatory mandatory two-week quarantine on the U.S. I was reading just before we were starting recording that in San Francisco and the Bay Area, they're basically on a uh, – they didn't call it mandatory, but it was like – a requested sheltering for the next like two weeks. And it was basically like, don't leave your apartment. If you don't have to, we're going to ask you to prove that you have to, if we see you out or something. Yeah, I was told, I was told that they had a mandatory curfew now in that San Francisco. In me. San Francisco, they have a curfew starting at 12 AM um, tomorrow morning, which spoiler alert guys, we're recording this on Monday. What? No. <laughs> uh, but, Tomorrow at 12 a.m., the San Francisco goes under lockdown, and they basically said that you are you can go to work, or you or excuse me, you can go to a doctor's appointment, or you can go to the store. And uh, other than that, for three weeks, no leaving your house. I mean, it's nuts. And I mean, I was telling you before we recorded that you know, obviously, our my kid's school is canceled, so she's at home with me as we're working. Uh, every day and uh, you know I'm not going into work I'm working from home luckily most of my job is is remote anyway so um, but still I mean it's 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 weird you know one of the things that I've always looked forward to one of my favorite pastimes is going to the movies is going out to a theater and experiencing that and to not to not really know what that's going to look like when all of this is over. Cause again, you know, Q, you said it earlier, this will end like all of these things that we're doing and we're not complaining necessarily about any of this because we should be taking precautions that we need to take. So it doesn't get as bad as it could get. I'm, 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 I'm perfectly okay with all of that, but there are, there are going to be things that are different on the other side of this. And I don't know what that's going to look like. And I'm curious because you know, I don't want that experience to go away of going to the theater, but I don't know what it's going to look like going forward, you know? I think that's honestly, dude, I think that's leaving this conversation on a on a perfect note. Um, what does it look like? Where do we go from here? You know, what what happens next? No, no, nothing could have prepared us for what has happened thus far. Right. And... I don't I don't even know how to predict what would happen next. Well, and you know, you know what? I, mean? I know that we've got some listeners out there who comment and I know you guys have got some good heads on your shoulders, but this is just an open question. Where like comment on Facebook, comment on Instagram or wherever you can reach us, but what do you think it looks like going forward? Do you think nothing is going to change? Do you think 
you know, it's a new paradigm shift, you know, are you somewhere in between? What does it look like? What, where are we wrong? Where are we right? Where, I mean, we're obviously right, but what do you think? (laughs) We're right everywhere. Also, um, you know where you really should go to let us know as well is the Project Hyphen Nerd website. Project Nerd. Because uh, let's be honest, man. Project Nerd, our benevolent overlords, they're celebrating their eighth anniversary the day this episode comes out. I mean, eighth. guys, that's 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 today, or if you're listening to this in the future, the today of yesterday's today uh, when it was their eighth birthday. Holy shit. My mind just exploded by that line. I just I just basically primered you. I don't even know what just happened. But you know um, what you know what we do know though is how much we love Project Nerd because we are are we are recent benefactors of their grace and their goodness and their kindness. And I mean I mean Q it's it it's been awesome working with them. Abs one hundred percent agreed. Absolutely. Uh Project Nerd is your one stop shop for all things nerd. You like sports, they got it. You like movies, they got us. You, you like got, you got like video games and live twitchers and streamers of video games. They, they got it. Fucking got it. Comic book reviews, they got it. Comic con reviews, they got it. A and whole honestly, podcast network featuring us and, and some us, other shows, but mainly but us. us. Hey. But honestly, guys, if you're getting out to cons, and I know we talked about it, them been being hit hard, but who would have guessed when we went to Ocon last year that we'd run into these guys and this relationship would grow and we'd end up being part of this family? And so they, they work hard. They get out there. And if you care about nerdy things, if there's anything that you've been passionate about in your life in this area, they're just as passionate. And, and it, they're definitely a good group to get connected with. So check them out. Project hyphen nerd. Tell them the high five boys sent you. Happy birthday, bitches. But in the meantime, stay safe. Wash your hands repeatedly. Cough into your crooked elbow. And don't touch old people, for Christ's sake. Jesus, yeah, man. Just quit it. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love what's the worst that could happen Terminal clown shin? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.